Welcome to the Midweek Season 2. I'm your host, Scotty Beth, and I'm so glad that you're here. Every other week, we are going to be having conversations with different parents about what it looks like to parent through the phases. Every stage of your child's life, from birth to adulthood, is categorized into a phase, and we want to help equip you in each one. So whether you are listening as you are driving to work, waiting in the car pickup line, or walking on the treadmill, we hope these conversations empower and encourage you on your parenting journey as you continue to love God, love others, and impact this world and your kids with Jesus. Well, it is another great day for a podcast conversation. Again, I'm Scotty Beth, your host, and today's podcast guest that we have with us is Miss Cynthia Luke. Hi, Cynthia. Hi. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Well, thank you very much for inviting me. We are so excited to have you. Um, as you know, but for some listeners that may not, we have been walking through different phases of uh, children and students and how that affects parenting, and so we are so excited to talk with you today about being a grandparent. And so this is not necessarily a phase that we have books or resources on, but we know that the grandparent phase is just as important as every other phase leading up to it. And so we are so excited to hear from you today. But before we talk about being a grandparent, I know you, we are friends. I love you and your family dearly. But for those that don't, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Cynthia Luke. I have been married uh, to my husband, Ken, uh, for 50 years. We just celebrated the 50th in February. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, we have two daughters, Angie and Cassie, and we have four grandchildren, Harrison, Oliver, Piper, and Harper. Oh, sweet babies. Yeah. I taught at uh, Flower Mound Elementary School uh, in the art department and a funny fact about that is that I taught Mandy Forsyth <gasps> Brandon's wife, yeah. and I've uh, skydived and I love the beach that's my favorite place to go I modeled for Macy's in California when I lived there oh my goodness and uh, I've life has been good it really has I've just uh, I'm just ready here at Northside. I've just met so many amazing people and my grandchildren are involved and it's, it's all good. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So those are some things I never knew about you and that's really fun to hear. Okay. So when, how old were you when you skydived? 59. Yes. Uh-huh. I wanted to close the fifties out with doing something fun. That so. is really cool. So we, uh, got my dad a skydiving uh, package for his 50th and for whatever reason we didn't get to go till he turned 52 but I got to do it with him and oh, it was wow. a real it was so fun that's so, great that is awesome well Angie she got to she surprised me and she bought the package too and went with me that's I amazing. had no idea so that's that so was fun. fun oh yeah. my goodness well it sounds like you um obviously love being a wife love being a mom um tell us what is your favorite thing about being a grandmother everything <laughs> when the, isn't that what everybody would say <laughs> I just love the conversations that I have with my grandchildren mm -hmm. and uh when we're together we love to cook mm -hmm. we love to run the streets together <laughs> and have a lot of fun um 
I just appreciate them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have taught them how to cook rec- menus, recipes that carried on through tradition in our home, like homemade dough for pasta and chicken and dumplings and a special kind of soup that their great-grandmother made. And mm. they are they all participate in that and help. Yeah. Uh, and they just love it. And they've done so well uh, just experiencing this. Yeah. I mean, I'll get a phone call and say, hey, Mims, can we make such and such cake that your mom made? Sure. You know, it takes two days to make it, but... Sure, you know, sure, <laughs> we can do that. And then we That's just have awesome. a lot of fun together. That's awesome. I love how you are incorporating fun experiences while also building legacy. And even though if yeah. they don't recognize it now, like when they get older, that is something you're implementing in them is the importance of family traditions and yeah. legacy of who who they are and where they came from and how they get to they get to carry that out. I so just, uh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I just appreciate them being children, mm. yeah. uh, if that makes sense. I know that when I was raising mine, it was, you know, life was so hectic. Uh, Ken always traveled, and I had the girls and did everything, yeah, including work. Yeah. And uh, so life was hectic, no different than parents today. Mm-hmm. But the neat part about being a grandparent is that you can slow the pace yeah, and just um, appreciate that time together. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thinking about this legacy that you're already creating and the experiences that you're having with your grandchildren, thinking back to when you and your husband, Ken, were wanting to have children, what are some of the foundational principles that y'all decided to raise your kids with and how, did, how has that flowed into your grandparenting? Um, lead with humility, Mm. Um, be authentic. I think by teaching grandchildren uh, to think of others, Mm -hmm. uh, to help others, is is what's important. That's, we did that with our daughters, Mm -hmm. and we see that now in our grandchildren, Mm -hmm. and how they, um, are with their friends and other family members and it's really nice to see that how that's carried over yeah and even with those foundational principles those are umbrellaed under how we love God and then how we love others um, which is a beautiful thing a beautiful thing to see um So here at Northside, we use the orange curriculum, which is where we get this idea of parenting through the phases. Um, We use that for a resource for all of our family ministries. And so our hope and our desire is for every child and every student to love God, love others, and impact the world with Jesus. And so how does this vision impact your grandchildren? And how do you see them living out these principles when they're spending time with you? Well, we have a deep love and respect um, for God and for each other. And uh, I think it's nice just to teach them to be kind. You never know what someone's going through. Mm -hmm. And uh, kindness speaks volumes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love the fact that 
our children are in YG and in the children's building, and they just love the children's program. And, of course, middle school and high school, all the things that you're involved in as well, and they just um, they love that. Uh, I can say that um, our oldest grandson was baptized, and he baptized his mom. He did. And uh, I'm looking forward uh, for the others to follow in his footsteps. Yeah. And I know just from being at Northside with y'all, just the stories of how um, Harrison's relationship with y'all has brought a deeper relationship with God within his own family. And so just to say to you and Ken, like, and affirm both of you as grandparents, that's a beautiful picture of what discipleship looks like even within your family. Um, It never stops. So not in any phase, not whether you're a parent or a grandparent, discipleship never stops. And so um, I remember that day when Harrison baptized Cassie. It was a beautiful one. (laughs) It was a beautiful day. It truly was. Um, so when you think about, um, being grandma and what do they call you and Ken? Like, what are your grandparent names? Mims and Papa. Mims and Papa. That's so sweet. I love that. (laughs) Well, Harrison couldn't say anything. That was the first word that came out of his mouth. Perfect. So that was it. Okay. I love it. Mims and Papa. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, So obviously to become a grandparent, you have to be a parent, which means your kid is an adult. And so when you think about um, standing alongside Angie and Cassie as they are growing up and now stepping into adulthood and Cassie stepping into motherhood, what we see in these moments is that adult children want their parents in their lives nine times out of 10, but more so in a wise counsel seat, a cheerleader seat, um, they have fully stepped into independence. They are creating their own family, but they are wanting mom and dad to affirm them. They want to know things like, hey, are you going to come to my kid's event? Are you going to be a part of this special moment? And then they're also asking the questions like, how can I honor what I learned from my mom and dad, but still create something new for my own family? And so when you think about your girls, do you see Angie and Cassie asking these questions through their words and actions. And how do you as a mom meet them in those moments? Our daughter has always invited us to the children's functions, whether it's swim or soccer when they were little, everything that they've been involved in. We've always been a part of that life Mm -hmm. and which I appreciate. Um, When our daughters were growing up, we'd have to fly to Texas and then go to everyone's house to visit. Yeah. And then that has all changed since Cassie has had her children. They have their Christmas at home Mm -hmm. and then come straight to our house. And uh, that's wonderful. We just have to spend the whole day together and and do all of that. But... um, My kids have always come to us if they needed advice. Sometimes we've given it, probably when we shouldn't have, but we did. (laughs) That's the beautiful dance we Uh all do. (laughs) Yep, take it or leave it (laughs) kind of thing. Yeah. 
but they have always been there uh, asking for support and asking for advice. And I think as parents, that's um, something you freely share Mm -hmm. because you only want the best for your children. Yeah, absolutely. And when you have these moments of sharing advice with them or even as MIMS, when you're practicing partnership with your adult children, because that's the season you're in, you're showing um, the grandkids what it looks like um, to partner well with their parent. And so um, how do you use those partnership moments to show your adult kids and your grandchildren the heart of God? You lead by example. Yeah. You, um, you show them your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, they know that, you know, how much we love God and we follow his word it's such a love story, isn't it? Yes. And uh, when we're partnering with our children and our grandchildren, we're, like I said earlier, we're authentic. Mm-hmm. We're not hiding things. We are just ourselves. And uh, we show compassion and respect for one another. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. we have moments that... We give each other a hard time. Of course we do. I don't know a family that doesn't. <laughs> That's part of the fun. It is. Absolutely. Well, and I think it's one of those... That's the authentic moment when you and your daughter are in a spat or having a disagreement uh-huh. and your grandchildren see that. The moment that you get to come in and show them the heart of God is, hey, we're going to reconcile. Hey, I'm going to own my part. I'm going to ask for forgiveness. Sure. And um, I think that's a beautiful thing that they get to see because then they get to learn the right way to do it. Yeah. Well, you know, we all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And uh, mistakes aren't all that bad. Mm-hmm. When you can sit down and give an example, let's say they made a mistake. You can sit down and give an example of a mistake you made mm-hmm. and what you learned from it. Yep. So it's not all that bad. It could be. It might be one day. One day. But those are also the moments where we get to, you as Mims, get to step in and show, hey, this is what the transformative work of Jesus does. Like when I made this mistake because I want to reflect him, because I, he is Lord of my life and Savior, I'm going to act in this way to remedy the situation. And so that's a beautiful thing that you get to sit in with your grandkids. And usually they'll listen to Papa and Mims more than mom, because that's just the, um, you know, that's just the thing. It's like, we'll listen to anyone other than our parents for a season of time. (laughs) You know, Oliver is every morning at seven o'clock during the school year, I go up to his room to wake him up. And he's already awake on his phone, of course. (laughs) And I just lay in the bed with him, and we just talk about all kinds of things. And if something comes out of his mouth that isn't, you know, really that great, Mm -hmm. not disrespectful, or but I will just say, look at it this way. Look, look at this person gave you a hard time over this, but look at it this way, Mm -hmm. and uh, don't stress over it. Yeah. Using every single moment as a teachable one. Exactly. That's how we learn. Yeah. That's how we learn. Um, so you are in, um, well, and we also kind of talked about this, but if you could think of one way that you honor 
Cassie in the midst of walking with her in those moments of frustration? You know, you talked about being authentic. You talked about having the conversations. Is there anything else you do to show your grandkids that you're going to honor her no matter what happens because she's their mom? They know. Yeah. Yeah. We've had conversations before. You need to help your mother. You need to pick up after yourself. You know, she works hard, very hard, Mm -hmm. to put a roof over your head as a single mother of four children. Mm -hmm. And uh, I support her uh, in in every way. Mm -hmm. Well, almost. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I will, um, they see me uh, washing and folding the clothes. I make a game out of it. Come on. This is for the younger ones. Yeah. Come on, you know, let's help your mom. She's at work. Let's, let's do these clips before school. Yeah. Whoa. That's, let's, that's impressive. Let's do this. Yeah. And, uh, who's in charge of the socks and who's, and they, boy, they jump right in. Mm, that's awesome. Just little examples like that. But yeah, they know how much I, that Ken and I love Cassie and, uh, No different than we love them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and again, it's showing just in those moments that you are going to, you're going to support how she raises them and how the rhythms that she has set, but you're still going to be authentically Mims in that. But in every one of those moments, you're, I mean, you're showing what Jesus teaches us of love the people that you're in, you know, a relationship with and how do you do that? You honor them, you help them, you see them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful thing. Um, so as you think of your grandkids growing up and the experiences you are going to have with them um, and just their lives as they continue to be the, the men and women and disciples of Jesus that God has created them to be, what are some things you're hoping um, that both your kids and your grandchildren will learn from you? Patience. Wow. Uh, that's important as you navigate through life. Mm-hmm. It's not always easy, but uh, the more you practice it, the better everyone's lives will be. Yeah. Um, having a relationship with Jesus is number one, mm-hmm. of course. And uh, you put your words into actions. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have fun in life. And remember to laugh. Mm. Yeah. Be joyful. You know, when you have a relationship with God, he fills your heart with so much love and grace. Mm-hmm. And there is so much joy to be found in that. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. I think... When you say that, I think about how, you know, Jesus didn't die on the cross and give us a way back to God to leave us on earth to live a mundane, boring life. Yeah. I mean, it just, that's not, I just think, I think it's in John 10, maybe not, but I came to give you life and life abundantly. Um, and that's obviously life with him. But I think sometimes we, we do, we get stuck in the monotony of things and think that, you know, because of following Jesus, that takes some of the fun out of life, when in reality, it's, it opens it up to a whole new world of joy and abundance, and so I love that that's something you're wanting your kids and your grandchildren to learn from you. That's beautiful. So, when you think of other grandparents who are 
just now starting out who have been grandparents for years from from what you have already shared what is something new that you could give them as a practical tip or encouragement for being a grandparent choose your words carefully they remember i believe the tone in your voice if you're yelling at your children which is which happens mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they don't hear you any better because you're yelling <laughs> by the way the toning you out just gets louder <laughs> uh, yep so to be consistent uh, with what you say and do and kids want their parents attention mm-hmm. and if they're on their phone just sort of hearing what their children are saying they're not really hearing what their children are saying, and they will or could in turn uh, go to someone else to get their attention mm-hmm. and to hear them. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll find it somewhere else, and you don't want that. Your children will remember time spent with them. Mm-hmm. And as they grow up, they will look back and remember all the good times they had. The time you invested in them, Mm -hmm. the time well spent with them Mm -hmm. is is important. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm going to throw you a curveball because I just thought of it, but I think you can answer it. What is is one of the most impactful things God has taught you through being a grandma? Well, it's a love that you never experienced. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, of course, my love for him is the greatest, but it's just joyful. Mm-hmm. It's what, I mean, it's, God has put on my heart, oh, it's so hard to explain, every day I look forward to seeing my grandchildren, mm. every day, and that's a special kind of love, and a love that can only come from God. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, and I think it mirrors God is excited to interact with us every single day. Yes. He's excited to engage with us every single day. And I think that that is just a beautiful reflection of why he made us in his image. So we could, we could understand and feel to the, to the depth that we could as humans, what he feels when he sees us. And so I love, I love that you said it that way. Cause I, I do, I believe how you feel as Mims about seeing your grandchildren every day is how he feels about each and every one of us. It's true. So Very true. Mm. Well, Cynthia, we have loved having this, con- I have loved having this conversation, <laughs> but we are so glad um, that you decided to be on the podcast and just share um, some of your experience and your knowledge of what it has been like to be a grandmother. And um, I'm excited for others to hear and to learn from you and um, just to continue to see grandchildren be loved like Jesus um, through their grandparents. So thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you so much, Scotty Beth. And I hope it's helpful to someone. I'm sure it will be. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Midweek. We hope that you enjoyed the conversation and are walking into the rest of your day with some encouragement on your parenting journey. God has chosen you to be the primary discipler of your kids. 
and we are cheering you on and praying you up every step of the way. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure to check out the show notes for some extra resources. If you are looking for a new church home, we would love to invite you to Northside Christian Church. We have services on campus and online every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m. We would love to have you join us. That's it for this week's episode. See you next time.